Barbara Broadcasting from the Healing Center in Barabu, Wisconsin. Thank you for joining us in this beautiful day with this beautiful lesson and, and in so much light. joining us and we are broadcasting from the healing center and we are in the middle of our retreat all about God and how to find him and the lesson of the day today is God is the light in which I see So we're going to be doing the lesson of the day today, and also I will be reading from chapter 19 a little bit. So I will start with the lesson. So today we are continuing the idea for yesterday, adding another dimension to it. You cannot see in darkness and you cannot make light. You can make darkness and then think you see in it. But light reflects life and is therefore an aspect of creation. Creation and darkness cannot coexist, but light and life must go together, being but different aspects of creation. In order to see, you must recognize that light is within not without. You do not see outside yourself, nor is the equipment for seeing outside you. An essential part of this equipment is the light that makes seeing possible. It is with you always, making vision possible in every circumstance. So, God is the light in which I see. And if I go back to les the lesson of the day from yesterday to lesson 43, it says in the second paragraph, in God you cannot see. Perception has no, no function in God and does not exist. So we are dealing here in time with perception, with the kind of seeing that I think I see something always there, and all, always just seeing a world. But the thing is that is not seeing at all. That is completely, so I'm looking for something different, an experience of something different. And I'm training my mind in order to being able to, to make that decision, to see things differently, to stop seeing the past, to stop fooling myself about what I think is true, to let room in my mind for an experience of something new, of something new if I 
speak from my old way of thinking, my, my, the way I always been training myself to think about everything, about myself, about everything. So, God is the light in which I see. What is that? You know, the other, last week, I had a little accident. <laughs> I drive a bus, and I, with the kids, uh, the school bus, so I, I was with the kids, waiting for them to drop them at school, so I had to go in a place I, uh, that I couldn't really see because I was waiting for to park in the right place. So then at the point I had to back up and I, I only could just back up and, and look behind my, my, the bus through the mirrors. And the back door was completely uh, dirty, so dirty I couldn't see through at all. It was completely impossible to see through. So I only could see through mirrors, like here. I only can see through reflections, the reflections of light. So I back up the mirrors. I, I could see the mirrors, and I everything was clear. And I went. I I, I just did it. Back up, backed up, and I uh, hit a post there. And and the post. I couldn't see it. I didn't knew. I didn't know it was there, and I, I was not familiarized with the, that spot where I was backing up. So, okay, it was a mistake. I always see through mirrors. I always see the reflections. I'm. I'm always. I can be fooled sometimes, and I sometimes I cannot see because. I, I don't see, you know, here in time, I don't see anything. In my perception, I don't see anything as it is. So what do I do with that? Can I blame myself? Can I just be guilty and sacrifice myself and, and just condemn myself? and? Or just, it's, it's a mistake. Just a mistake. It just, I let the correction to be in my mind. I let the correction be, happened. And that's it. And I think, in a way, I was reading chapter 19. I want to, to go there, just for a moment because we have time. And I, and I will share with you this. The ego does not think it possible that love, not fear, is really called upon by sin and always answers. For the ego brings sin to fear, demanding punishment. Yet punishment is but another form of guilt protection, for what is deserving punishment must have been really done. 
Punishment is always the great preservers of sin, treating it with respect and honoring its enormity. What must be punished must be true, and what is true must be eternal, and will be repeated in endless, endlessly. For what you think is real, you won't, and will not let it go. So I can make anything real here. I can make any confusion real for myself, or I can ask for, an, for the alternative, or I can just ask for help, because God is the light in which I see. I can really see things in another way. So an error, on the other hand, is not attractive. What you see clearly as a mistake, you won't correct it. Sometimes a sin can be repeated over and over with obviously distressing results, but without the loss of its appeal. And suddenly you change its status from a sin to a mistake. Now, now you will not repeat it. You will merely stop and let it go, unless the guilt remains. For then you will but change the form of sin, granting that it was an error, but keeping it uncorrectable. This is not really a change in your perception, but it is sin that calls for punishment, not error. The Holy Spirit cannot punish sin. Mistakes he recognizes and would correct them all as God entrusted him to do. But sin he knows not, nor can he recognize mistakes that cannot be corrected. For a mistake that cannot be corrected is meaningless to him. Mistakes are for correction and they call for nothing else. What calls for punishment must call for nothing. Every mistake must be a call for love. What then is sin? What could it be but a mistake you would keep hidden? A call for help which, which you would keep unheard and thus unanswered. So we are training our mind and we are doing the lessons that we are told to do. We are told to practice, not to, to agree with them or to understand them, just to practice. Because until now, I haven't seen. Until now, what I know is that I cannot see in darkness. So there must be something I can trust so that I can, I can see in light, that I can really have an experience. And that experience is out of time. It's not in time, the perception. It's not in time, I mean the, the correction is just in an instant of reality.
I always heard that, an instant of reality. So in time, the Holy Spirit clearly sees the Son of God can make mistakes. On this you share his vision. Yet you do not share his recognition of difference between time and eternity. And when correction is completed, time is eternity. The Holy Spirit can teach you how to look on time differently and see beyond it. But not while you believe in sin. In error, yes. For this can be corrected by the mind. But sin is the belief that your perception is unchangeable and that the mind must accept as true what it is told through it. If it does not obey, the mind is judged insane. The only power that could change perception is thus kept impotent, held to the body by the fear of changed perception, which is which its teacher, who is one with it, would bring. God is the light in which I see. So the second again, second paragraph. In order to see, you must recognize that light is within, not without. You do not see outside yourself, nor is the equipment for seeing outside you. So the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is everything, is what I have been given just to trust, to be guided and to share his vision, its vision, because in time, if I am still experiencing myself in time, I need that vision. I, I need to be guided. I need to see beyond my own ideas, beyond my own own idea of what I think I am, beyond my own idea of what I think my brother is. There is something else. Today we are going to attempt to reach that light. For this purpose, we will use a form of exercise which has been suggested before and which we will utilize increasingly. It is a particularly difficult form for the undisciplined mind and represents a major goal of mind training. It requires precisely that the untrained mind lacks what un the untrained mind lacks. Yet this training must be accomplished if you are to see. Have at least three practice periods today each lasting three, or three to five minutes. A longer time is highly recommended, but only if you find the time 
sleeping by with little or none or no sense of strain. The form of practice we will use today is the most natural and easy one in the world for the trained mind, just as it seems to be the most unnatural and difficult for the untrained mind. Your mind is no longer wholly untrained. You are quite ready to learn the form of exercise you will use today. But you may find that you will encounter strong resistance. The reason is very simple. While you practice in this way, you leave behind everything that you now believe and all the thoughts that you have made up. Properly speaking, this is the release from hell. Yet perceived through the ego's eyes, it is loss of identity and a descent into hell. <coughs> so, <coughs> I found, you know, that the, the of course, the biggest obstacle for to 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 get to see to get into that experience of God is the light in which I see is myself. So um, the still of your mind when you are quiet. This is something I'm, I'm just really value this um, last month I, I need to be in quiet really to just let aside all these uh, distractions just stop all uh, I used to hear so much music and but just I need quiet I need quiet because I need that recognition the recognition of the the void I speak for God, the Holy Spirit in myself as an experience. And so we're gonna do that. We're gonna try to get into that experience in the quietness of my mind, in the quietness of your mind, just for a moment. So we were going to say what Jesus asked us just to, to do, just the practice of it. So listen, which is the practice, he asked. If you can stand aside from the ego by ever so little, you will have no difficulty in recognizing that its position and its fears are meaningless. You might find it helpful to remind yourself from time to time that to reach light is to escape from darkness, whatever you may believe to the contrary. God is the light in which you see. You are attempting to reach Him. Begin the practice period by repeating today's idea with your, op your eyes open and close them slowly 
repeating the idea several times more. Then try to sink into your mind, letting go every kind of interference and intrusion by quietly sinking past them. Your mind cannot be stopped in this unless you choose to stop it. It is merely taking its natural course. Try to observe your passing thoughts without involvement and sleep quietly by them. While no particular approach is advocated for this form of exercise, what is needful is a sense of the importance of what you are doing. It's inestimable value to you and an awareness that you are attempting something very holy. Salvation is your happiest accomplishment. It is also the only one that has any meaning because it is the only one that has any real use to you at all. So if resistance rises in any form, pause long enough to repeat today's idea. Keeping your eyes closed unless you are aware of fear. In that case, you will probably find it more reassuring to open your eyes briefly. Try, however, to return to the exercises with eyes closed as soon as possible. If you are doing these exercises correctly, you should experience some sense of rela relaxation and even feeling that you are approaching, if not actually entering, into light. Try to think of light, formless and without limit, as you pass by the thoughts of this world. And do not forget that they cannot hold you to the world unless you give them the power to do so. So for just a moment, we're going to just do that. Go to the light. I will not play in the background some music, but you just go through the light, through the light, through your thoughts. Thank you.
In the beginning, I, I remember I used to be <clears throat> so frustrated because I always had an idea of how an experience, it's an experience, my experience would have to look or have to be. So it's then, you know, I found out that I need just to really I'm resurrecting every day, every morning, because I need to be new every, every, every time. Because in time I'm constantly having ideas and formulating myself and establishing myself and locating myself. So I think in my body again. So it's just, but it's not true, you know. You're now when you start to have that experience when you can go through all your thoughts when you can just sink in and get it get into an experience your own experience remember it doesn't need to look like anything because it's new it's always new feels like always new you know remember yesterday for me, that's amazing. In God, you cannot see. Perception has no function in God and does not exist. There is nothing to do. Your experience doesn't have anything to do with what you thought it was or what anything in the world or what you have had, the experience you have had before never happened. Now is new. It's only now what it what counts because it's out of time. When let you let it correct, you're just in the eternity. Time evolved into eternity. And that is what keeps me happy, you know, or with hope and uh, with the hope, with hope that there is joy, you know, that there is love, that there is something else that I want to experience. And that is always, every morning, the decision I make, the decision I need to make if I really need to get into that experience. Because otherwise, this is only what you see is life, or this is what you want for yourself, like, the life you live, there must be something else, and there, there is something else. God, because God is the light in which you see, and it doesn't have anything to do with what you think you see in time. So let's go back. Chapter 19, and it's paragraph, paragraph seven or eight. Yeah. While you believe that your reality is your brother's 
is bounded by a body. Sorry. While you believe that your reality or your brother is bounded by a body, you will believe in sin. While you believe th that bodies can unite, you will find guilt attractive and believe that sin is precious. For the belief that bodies limit mind leads to a perception of the world in which the proof of separation seems to be everywhere. And God and his creation seem to be split apart and overthrown. For sin would prove that God created holy could not prevail. Second, for sin would prove what God created holy could not prevail against it, nor remain itself before the power of sin. Sin is perceived as mightier than God, before which which God himself must bow and offer his creation to its conqueror. Is this humility or madness? And then the second two from the end. In the, in the holy instant you will see the smile of heaven shining on both you and your brother at the end. and you will shine upon him in glad acknowledgement of the grace that has been given you. For sin will not prevail against an union heaven has smiled upon. Your perception was healed in the holy instant heaven gave you. Forget what you have seen and raise your eyes in faith to what you now can see. The barriers to heaven will disappear before your holy sight. For you who were sightless have been given vision and you can see. Look not for what has been removed, but for the glory that has been restored for you to see. Look upon your Redeemer and behold what he would show you in your brother. And let not sin arise again to blind your eyes. For sin would keep you separate from him. But your Redeemer would have you look upon your brother as yourself. Your relationship is now a temple of healing, a place where all the weary ones can come and rest. Here is the rest that waits for all after the journey. And it is brought nearer to all by your relationship. God is the light in which I see. And now I start to see, I, I can see the light in my brother. When I, when I start to be in the recognition of the communication with my creator, with my source because I start to see the light in me. Um, let's go to the song.
be still an instant and go coming to uh, the end of this class today, this session, but mm, don't forget during the day that 
Today we are going to attempt to reach that light. There is this purpose today. So you have a purpose today. You know, the light is there. You, you, you are the light. God is this light in which I see. So let's not forget during the day. The only thing I always do is forget, but I'm just <laughs> trying to correct that. So in chapter thir 13, section 6, paragraph 10, Jesus tells you, child of light, you know not that light is in you, yet you will find it through its witnesses. For having given light to them, they will return it. Each one you see in light brings your light closer to your awareness. Love always leads to love. The seek who ask for love are grateful for it and in their joy they shine with holy thanks and these they offer you who gave them joy they are your guides to joy for having received it of you they would keep it you have established them as guides to peace for you have made made it manifest in them and seeing it its beauty calls you home. So, God is the light in which I see. God is the light in which I see my brother. And all the... And it's, it's just a different way of seeing. We just stay in the present. Stay in the holy instant and let any anything be corrected, any error be corrected. If I'm mistaken again, if I made a mistake again, let it be corrected in that light. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. And have a wonderful day and keep up with the classes too throughout all this beautiful retreat that we are having for our, just for ourselves, you know. And no matter where you are, no matter when, just a single day, simply think about it. Tune aware ourselves. You are just joining us, joining in mind. Maybe you are busy but just join us in, in your mind because this is only a frequency and you remember again and here we are together again thank you, I love you and we are going to the, the video of the day today so you can tune, up, tune it and in Master Dietrich TV I love you and have a great day.
my source of life, the life within, the air I breathe, the food by which I am sustained, the water which renews and cleanses me. have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.